Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. At Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. So, Caleb, if you could do me a favor, I would appreciate it. In the last mm, 30 to 45 seconds, I'm getting the return and the echo, so I'm speaking and then hearing myself. Or bumped or whatever. But that's what I'm getting. There we go. That's All right, much I fixed it. Well done. Yeah. You know. Congratulations on me doing my job. Yay. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's something that maybe you didn't realize had happened. It did. Yeah. And no, so, I didn't realize it happened. No, yeah. we got it fixed. We're 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 good. And some of the. Uh, It's interesting that the uh, something like that happens, people don't realize when it happens. But some of the equipment we have is made from the old Soviet Union. So just hit it on the side, Caleb, and it'll, it'll kick it into place. Yeah, if I hit it a couple times, it should work out. So, <laughs> All right. I don't usually complain about awards because for the most part, like, eh, you know, I think people know how I feel about awards. It's great when somebody gets one. Um, I always feel like people earn have earned their awards. I think it's important to earn your award. And so I don't usually say much about awards. You know, I remember having a few spirited comments uh, or listening to, listening to a few spirited comments from Matt Catrillo, for example, on how could Dan Shaughnessy not vote for Derek Jeter so he's not unanimous in the Hall of Fame? And I always said to him, who cares? I said, the key is, did you clear 75%? After that, who cares? I mean, my goodness, Willie Mays is an exponentially better player than Derek Jeter. He wasn't unanimous. Okay, Hank Aaron was an exponentially better player than Derek Jeter. It doesn't matter. They're all Hall of Famers. Does it matter what you know that one guy didn't vote? Who cares? Doesn't matter. You have enough to get in, you're in. You're a Hall of Famer the rest of your life, right? Some people may not agree with Harold Baines, for example, getting in the Hall of Fame. Guess what? He's in. He's a Hall of Famer. Simple. You're in. That's all that matters. 
Well, today they announced the five finalists for the Broyles Award as the top assistant coach in college football. This is fine. I mean, people. I mean, can people remember who the Broyles Award winner was last year? Of course not. But they did announce the five finalists today. Okay, that's fine. But when you go through the five finalists, there's one name on the cut down from 10 to 5 that didn't make the cut that is noteworthy. And that is Manny Diaz. Now, Manny Diaz, let's let's be, uh, let's, when I talk about Manny Diaz, I'm talking about Manny, who in turn represents everybody else on that side of the ball. Thus, I'm talking about he represents Terry Smith, he represents Anthony Poindexter, he represents Deion Barnes, he represents James Franklin, he represents the players. Okay? Yeah, he represents all those people. And the And when you represent all those people and the jobs that they have done, that's why you look at it and say, okay, let's uh, talk about this for a second. Why isn't uh, his name on there? And I am confused by that. And I don't, you know, and I don't get um, how he could possibly not be there. It's not like there there are some names on there where I look at. Like, let's take Phil Parker at Iowa. Phil Parker at Iowa deserves to have his name on there, okay? And the reason he deserves to have his name on there is that goodness gracious, this guy has gone out. And it's had tremendous pressure on him all year. I mean, tremendous pressure on himself on all year by the people that, you know, because his offense, we know Iowa's offense is a struggle. We know that. Thus, you have to play defense to your offense. And Phil Parker has to play defense has to have his team playing a certain way defensively where especially the ball doesn't get behind them because they can't give up big plays because it pretty much is assumed that Iowa does not have big plays in their offense that they can make up for it. Can't. Can't make up. And that's part of the problem. And you look at the Nebraska game. So let's take the Nebraska game, for example. The Nebraska game, as an example, was one where they did give up a big play. It's the only touchdown they gave up. Long touchdown pass by Purdy down the middle. Okay. That's fine. They gave it up. 
not great. But they didn't give up anything else after that. Because, again, the key is you are not, you can't afford to give up another one. You just can't afford to do it. And that's one of the issues that you do have when you have to play defense for a team that really struggles offensively. Remember the goal for Iowa this year for the contract renewal for Brian Ferentz, and it's now a moot point, but the deal was the drive to 325. They had to get the 325 points, 12 games, 25 points a game, and anything. Field goal, extra point, a punt return for a touchdown, a defensive touchdown of a fumble recovery or a, a an interception return. They all count. Iowa this year went 10-2, and two and they, they scored a whopping 216 points. That's it. They scored 216 points and still won 10 games. So when I see the name Phil Parker on there, it makes complete sense. His name should be on there as one of the five finalists. There's no getting around it. Sharon Moore is another name that's on there. Sharon Moore ended up doing a really good job this year. He had to fill in as the head coach six times. They won all six. All right? you know, his crying after the Penn State game was a little over the top for me. That's just my um, personal opinion. Like, okay, it's like Going to settle down, um, but that was one of those where I just looked at it and went, "Really, Manny Diaz?" I, I'm not saying Manny wins it. It's nothing to do with it. What he wins, Will Stein of Oregon. He's been there one year as the offensive coordinator. He is not the guy that brought Bo Nix in. It's uh, Dellinger, the head coach at, at Arizona State. He's the one that brought him into Oregon, and he was. The, the offensive coordinator last year. Um, and the offensive coordinator at LSU got recognized as one of the five finalists. I mean, their, their offense is fine. Daniels is a good quarterback. I, they keep promoting him for the Heisman Trophy. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Um, and Let's see. I'm trying to think who the fifth one is. But uh, it, oh, Mike uh, Denbrock of of um, the offensive coordinator LSU mentioned, it. and Mike Bobo from Georgia. Like, okay, like I know they had to work with a new quarterback this year and Carson Beck, but really, and I know they lost Brock Bowers. But I mean, look at everything Penn State did this year. My goodness. I mean, come on. Makes no sense. None. And I don't usually complain about awards. That's, and I'm not saying whomever wins, wins. Jeez, you're telling me he's not he's one, not one of the five best coordinators in the country? I mean, please. At that, 
That to me makes no sense whatsoever. None. And I know that they'll be announcing Big Ten awards. So let's see. First team, Chop Robinson, Adisa Isaac, Abdul Carter, uh, Deshaun Newton of Illinois is the Big Ten Defensive Lineman of the Year and the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. It's a good player, really good player. Um, so what do we got here? We've got Newton. JTT, Chop, Mason Graham, Adisa Isaac, uh, Jay Higgins from Iowa, Tommy Eichenberg, Ohio State, Abdul Carter, Aaron Casey of Indiana, Cooper DeGene, absolutely, Will Johnson, absolutely, Tyler Newbin, Minnesota, great pick, Denzel Burke, Mike Samra still. That's the first team. So Penn State gets nobody in the secondary in the first team. Kalen King, unanimous second team selection. Defensive back of the year is Cooper DeGene, and he's the return specialist of the year. Let's see. So let's see what we got here all together now in this group. So Chops first team, Abdul Carter's first team, Adisa Isaac is second team, Kalen King second team, Denai Dennis Sutton third team, Johnny Dixon third team, Daquan Hardy third team, Kobe King honorable mention, Jalen Reed honorable mention, KJ Winston honorable mention, Curtis Jacobs honorable mention. That's on the coach's side. On the media side, and yes, I am one of the voters on the media side. Chop Robinson first team, Abdul Carter second team, Adisa Isaac first team, Kalen King second team. Denai Dennis Sutton, honorable mention. Johnny Dixon, honorable mention. Daquan Hardy, honorable mention. Kobe King, honorable mention. Jalen Reed, honorable mention. K.J. Winston, honorable mention. Zane Durant, honorable mention. And Devon Ellis, honorable mention. So there we go. Surprise on the media Curtis Jacobs didn't get an honorable mention because I know he got a vote somewhere. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I know he got at least one. <laughs> uh. Oh, well. So that's so that's the defense. I think the offense, all the offensive stuff is tomorrow. They do it over two days. And uh, then we're going to see what now what the players want to do after this. But I, I just, you know, these are all difficult decisions to make. And part of this, I know you have to look at yourself individually. Uh and your situation comes up individually. Um, but at the same time, I I don't think it hurts to look at some past history. And the reason I say it doesn't hurt to look at past history, like where have some guys 
ended up getting drafted that were in your, you know, that would be similar to you? Where did they end up? Every draft's different because you don't know what the depth is of each draft. And the depth of each draft does come into play, like how many wideouts are going in, how many corners are going in. You know, you have to you have to go through and evaluate the depth of the draft and where you may fall. And uh, players always need to listen closely to what the draft evaluation happens to be, whether it's football or basketball. The reason why they need to listen to that is that. The NFL or NBA people are not trying are not trying to sign you in a recruiting deal where they're trying. Hey, come on to the NFL, join us. This will be great. No, they're looking at you and saying, "Hey, my job depends on making sure I'm right about what round is what guy." So this is what round we think you're going to go. In other words. <laughs> This is what we think. Listen to them because their their personal reputations are on the line as to where they think somebody's going to get drafted. It says they are not trying to recruit you. All right, we'll take a break. Come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. All right, Neil Kulong later in the show today. Great to have you with us. Brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors. 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf Online, sunburymotors.com. Ford Kia Hyundai, best of new inventory with great warranties. Great pre owned inventory. With the Sunbury Motors guarantee, it makes the buying experience just so much better. It is all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Okay, so Transfer Portal is uh, opening up officially on Monday. And there are several guys that are already indicating they're going to put their names in. They put their names in. They just can't be, quote, talked to until Monday. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, the coaching changes affect a lot of this. Let's take Michigan State. Jonathan Smith will take over there. And... You already have one quarterback, Caton Hauser, who started against Penn State. 
And evidently, Sam Levitt, the true freshman who played four games, they did everything they could to preserve his red shirt, so they didn't play him in the fifth game. So he was, not, and we had pointed out, Jack Ham and I had pointed out before the game that Levitt was not available for the Penn State game because they did not want to play him in the fifth game. Well, evidently, he's indicating he hasn't officially done it, but he's indicating he might put his name in. Spencer Brown, their tackle, has put his name into the transfer portal. And then Indiana has several guys putting names into the transfer portal. Uh, Philip Dunn in the safety, good player. Chris Freeman, the kicker, who's got two years eligibility left. Not a bad player at all. Uh, good kicker. He has put his name into the transfer portal. Carter Smith, their offensive lineman, has put his name in. Again, Tom Allen's out, so these guys are um, is um, they're putting their names into the transfer portal. Uh, then there's Notre Dame wide receiver Chris Tyree evidently planning to go to the transfer portal as a uh, as a grad transfer. So, I mean, you know, we just talk about guys playing right away. Well, he's an automatic. As a grad transfer, he can play right away. And those are, I mean, already some of the names that have gone in there. It is uh, that time of the year. And now it's it's going to be the on the moose. Tyler Van Dyke, for example, the quarterback of Miami, put his name into the transfer portal as well. Donovan McCulley, who went to Indiana originally as a quarterback, Ended up being a wide receiver. He caught a long touchdown pass against uh, Penn State. Yeah, that was the one where he wasn't covered. Yeah, that wasn't good. But he put his name into the transfer portal. He's talented. Uh, Nick James, also from Indiana, put him in. Jared Casey was a backup linebacker. Backed up Aaron Casey, in fact. You're going to get that with the coaching change. I mean, Indiana hasn't even indicated yet which way they're going with their head coach. They just negotiated a buyout with Tom Allen, and the Tom Allen original buyout was $20.8 million. They ended up settling for $15 million. Excuse me, is the buyout. Um, and... Then Deion Burks, a wide receiver from Purdue, uh, has indicated he's going to go to the transfer portal as well. Uh, Kansas quarterback, Kansas State quarterback Will Howard, under the category of a guy, I think, eh, he's okay. You know, I mean, he's okay. He's put his name into the transfer portal. I watched the game when I was in Orlando Saturday night, Kansas State, Iowa State. It was snowing, so I thought it was intriguing. I mean, he did okay in the game. I know last year he did did an okay job for Kansas State. They were able to end up they ended up winning the Big Twelve championship game. And uh, Ethan Kalikmanis uh, from Minnesota, their quarterback, who uh, started seventeen games for Minnesota, including the whiteout game a year ago against Penn State, he's put his name into the transfer portal. It's just that time of the year. 
Everybody is uh, putting their name in, looking for greener pastures, looking for opportunities. We'll see how it plays out. But those are some of the names that have been put in right away. Everything gets rolling where you can actually take somebody beginning on Monday, December 4th. And again, the All Big Ten honors today. Uh, <laughs> uh, the only one I'm really, I'm really, I'm really confused by uh, Curtis Jacobs. Now, he ended up getting honorable mention by the coaches, but look, I know media-wise, hey, you're not supposed to reveal votes, but I'll at least tell you somewhere on my ballot his name appeared. I'm surprised he didn't get honorable mention. I don't know what the criteria is for honorable mention. If you have to have multiple votes, I have no idea. But I know on my ballot he got a vote. And I will tell him that personally when I see him. Uh, All Big Ten coaches, Chop Robinson, Abdul Carter, first team. Adisa Isaac, Kalen King, second team. Denai Dennis Sutton, Johnny Dixon, Daquan Hardy, third team. Honorable mention, Kobe King, Jalen Reed, K.J. Winston, Curtis Jacobs. Uh, All Big Ten media, Chop Robinson, first team, Adisa Isaac, first team. Second team, Abdul Carter, Kalen King, honorable mention, Denai Dennis Sutton, Johnny Dixon, Daquan Hardy, Kobe King, Jalen Reed, K.J. Winston, Zane Durant, Devon Ellis. You're telling me the All Big Ten coaches? Oh, yeah, they did. They put Johnny, third team. Okay, good. I'll say Johnny Dixon. Yeah, I'll amend that. They at least had him on the ballot. <laughs> so, uh, Nicholas Singleton was honorable mention. Coaches and media for kick returner. Riley Thompson was honorable mention. Coaches and media as the punter. Alex Falcons was third team kicker um, by the coaches. Falcons was second team kicker by the media. Daquan Hardy was second team punt returner. Coaches and media, I would assume Cooper DeGene was first team. David Braun is the unanimous Big Ten coach of the year. And uh, I will say this about David Braun. Um, I thought that was an easy vote to make. You're talking about a team that lost its last 11 games a year ago. He takes the job as defensive coordinator in January. Everything's going along, going along, going along, and then suddenly in the summer he is thrust into the role of interim head coach. And he does not have any, at this level, head coaching experience. Well, I thought that... Uh, 
when I saw Northwestern play, I was so impressed by the energy and how hard they played. They played hard for this guy. They played with energy for this guy. And Jack Ham and I were both very impressed with the job he did. And the game was a 10-10 game at halftime. Penn State ended up winning the game, what, 30-10. to But they kept winning. And they're going to a bowl game. He ended up getting the job full-time. And it was an easy vote for him to be the unanimous Big Ten Coach of the Year. I mean, he went through a lot with that team this season, so that one is well-deserved. Well-deserved. Last night's game, um, was... How does one say it? A 12-10 game with one touchdown and five field goals. It's the first time all season. First time all season that a team without scoring a touchdown has won a game. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. I want to go back to the point I made yesterday. And this, this is going to go to... This really, I think, showcases a point I have made for years about the group of five team being in the New Year's Six Bowl games or the push over and over again for more group of five teams to be in the playoff. And I've always said, no. I said, I said when you have to do it on a game-in and game-out basis... It's hard. As opposed to being the most talented team. Um, and, you know, the teams like James Madison, they're, like, they're well coached. Signetti does a good job, but they're, they're more talented than other people. Tulane, right now, they're, more, they're well coached and they're more talented than the people they play. You can have the ability to get up for a game like Tulane did last year in the Cotton Bowl in beating USC, like UCF did a couple of times when they were having their great run, or when Houston, for example, beat Florida State in the Peach Bowl. You can get up for a game, but when you then play tougher teams week in and week out in a tougher conference at the Power 5 level, you're going to get worn out, worn down, and guess what? They've got tons of talent. Well, we got to see it play out in real time this year. UCF, great group of five team. Cincinnati, Great group of five team made the playoff. Houston, great group of five team. BYU, really good group of five independent. Right, They all joined the Big 12 this year. Do you want to know what their combined record was 
in conference play in the Big 12 this year? Remember, these are all, hey, UCF, they're going to be great. Yeah, it says they're going to be great. Houston, they're going to be great. You know, BYU, they're going to be great. Look what they've done in the recent years. So now to the point of when you have to play tough teams game in and game out, those four combined in the Big 12 this year to go 8-28. and 28. Only one of them will make a bowl game. That's UCF. They're 6-6. Six and six. They won three games in the Big 12. They were 3-6 and six in the Big 12, 3-0 and oh in non-conference. UCF will go to a bowl game. The others won't. The three, and again, they had the most conference wins of the four with three. They were 3-6 and six in the Big 12. Those four schools combined to go 8-28 and 28 in the Big 12 this year. It does not bolster the argument about the group of five in any way, shape, or form because now we saw four schools ascend to the power five and go 8-28 and 28 as a group. Amazing. I mean, it's really, it's amazing. And it's, it's something that you could not gauge until this happened. You couldn't gauge it. You could gauge a single game, UCF. You could gauge a single game, Boise State against Oklahoma. You could gauge a single game, Houston against Florida State. You could gauge a single game, Tulane against USC. You can gauge single games. Because their ability to get up and really be motivated to play the game versus the team that is not motivated to play you. But now you have four that ascended to the Power Five, and they combined to go 8-28. and 28. And these were not the bottom feeders of their league. UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston were not the bottom feeders. They're three of the schools we just cited that could get up for the for the one big game and get there. And then BYU's been a solid independent now for years. Eight and twenty-eight. Remember that the next time people start talking about Wow, what about this school? Like, hey, like in a game, sure, in a game, but when you've got to play a schedule every single week and you've got to go, I mean, next year, Penn State's got UCLA at home, and then they follow it up, and they've got a game at USC, and then they got a week off, and then they got to go to Wisconsin. Then after that, they're going to play Ohio State. And then they eventually they play Washington. What, what group of five team has to do that? And the Big 12 is not the top Power 5 conference. Probably considered third right now. And they come by to go 8-28. and 28. That just, that to me is, that speaks volumes right there. About the point that is made over and over again about the week in and week out 
high level of competition versus the ability to get up for a game for a game. Tulane's a talented team, well coached. They could get up for a game with USC in the Cotton Bowl. USC had no interest in playing the game. Or at least very little interest. Right? Talked about UCF and the games that they've won. They beat Auburn. Their ability to get up for the game. I think I think that was a Peach Bowl as well. Beat Auburn. Houston won a Peach Bowl over Florida State. Boise State. Oh yeah, you know they could compete game and uh, they really couldn't game in and game out. No, I don't think so. Like game in and game out, a schedule of games like that, a schedule of them. You're not playing Wyoming, New Mexico anymore, and I say that with great respect for Wyoming. Craig Bold does a great job in New Mexico. Right. Sorry. It's just it's the way it is. That's you know, it's just the way it is. All right, we'll take a break. Back with more in a moment here on News Radio ten seventy WKOK. All right, great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf Online, at sunburymotors.com. A little snow squall here. It's one of those really cold days out there today. Cold. And, yeah, no question. I mean, I went out this morning. Wind's blowing. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> um, it's that time of the year I was saying the other day that I left Detroit at I think at 6.30 in the morning on Saturday to fly back to Florida and we were staying at the Renaissance you always see anytime they show the shots of Detroit you, know, you can always see the Big hotel there, right on the right on the river, and that's where we were staying. And so I go out to get the uh, Uber at six thirty, and I'm standing there, and I'm looking to my left, and there are the casinos in Windsor, Ontario, just across the river to my left. And I thought to myself. It was 23 degrees at the time. 23. Thought, well, in a few hours I'll be in Florida. Instead of looking at Canada, I'm going to be looking at Disney World. I did. I did not go to Disney World, by the way. In fact, I didn't go to any park. I didn't. You know, and th- that's not a a protest or anything like that. It's just, I didn't have time. I literally spent in airports or planes, I probably spent 15 hours total between planes and airports. Your home for news, AccuWeather, and sports. Celebrating 90 years of serving the Susquehanna Valley. We are WKOK Sunbury.